Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Hi, I'm going to whisper some things to you now about Crunch Chocolate Bars because apparently this whispering thing is a thing that makes you feel things. It's saying... Something crunchy is coming in the candy wrapper language. Mm. Imagine your tongue hiking up those crispy, rocky ridges. Now, drum roll, please. Wow, that's good. Crunchy, munchy chocolate doesn't whisper. Turn up the fun with crunch. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. upset you now i keep getting calls you know like cold caller calls yeah but they keep asking for a bloke called mr cottrell <laughs> and it's it's at least once a day at the moment and oh, hi there can i speak to mr cottrell I go, oh no sorry you got the wrong number <laughs> and they're like oh okay so mr cottrell no, i was like no this is mr cottrell i mean it's, it's every day mate it's it's definitely not mr cottrell they're like oh, okay sorry about that i'm like no worries cheers then and then what usually happens is they go well while I've got you, can I chat to you about your life insurance? And I'm going, why? <laughs> like, you don't know who I am, mate. Do you know what I mean? I could be like in a wheelchair with no legs, smoking 700 a day. Do you know what I mean? With the with a, a, a meth addiction, but they're like they don't care. And every day it's something, and it's it's not always life insurance. It's like it's um oh, you might be eligible for a grant for insulation in your house. Like, mate, I live in a flat. Do you know what I mean, what, what you? Is it always a different number that the call's coming from? <laughs> yeah, always a different number. I can get, literally. So do you reckon Mr. Cottrell originally oh. had your number, or do you reckon your number is one digit different to what Mr. Cottrell is? Or I've had the same number since I was fifteen years old. So I've had this for nearly twenty years. Was that your first number? First number. I got five Nottingham ones the other day. Then I got an 01473, which I think is Scunthorpe. I'm not entirely sure. There was one from Grimsby. Lloyd, I would never answer a number that wasn't saved in my phone book, ever. Are you mad? Yeah, you're obviously not that desperate for work then, are you, mate? Do you know what I mean? I'm not, I'm, I'm not missing a call. What if it's like some booker from some like comedy festival in Nottingham or something? The same thing always happens when you when you get a number that you don't recognise and you're with someone. You you ask them. Yeah. That's what you do. You ask them. You know, do you think I should answer it? Do you think I should answer it? I don't know why you go to them, but that's what you do. Anything like that insurance or anyone, whenever you phone them up with like the legitimate reason that you've got to speak to them. So let's just say it's insurance and you've had something stolen or something's broken. So you phone them up and say, oh, hi, is that whoever my iPad insurance is? Yeah, the screen's broken on my iPad. Like they always deal with that very quickly and then it ends up becoming a sales call that yeah. pisses me off it's like would you like to upgrade your insurance to sort of 
So no, I just want my fucking iPad screen fixed. Insur- yeah. I'm not bothering with insurance anymore, by the way. I still, do- I still don't understand insurance. I still don't understand what it is. Really? <laughs> what do you mean you don't understand insurance? <laughs> I, don't, I just don't get it. What you, you give them money every month, and then if you lose the phone, you get a, a, a free phone. But it's not a free phone. I've paid. I've paid more. I've ended up paying more. I've paid more than the phone was, haven't I? Basically, it's risk, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? It's like with anything. Do you know what I mean? You go, look. Gambling. It's not gambling. I wouldn't say it is. Is it, is it gambling? I don't know. But I mean, I'm a bit of a, you know, I'm a bit of a clumsy so-and-so. It's seven quid a month because I'm probably going to drop it in a pint at some point. And I'd rather pay 50 quid or 60 quid over half a year than a thousand pounds to buy a new phone. But it doesn't work out. You're absolutely right. I, Thank I agree. You. Thank you. But, uh, I'm, I'm sort of agreeing with Sean because it is. You end no. up paying. So we have pet insurance, and you're <laughs> yeah. not getting the pet bill, which is like 200 quid, and you go like, I've been paying £50 a month. Do you have a pet? I've got two pets, yeah. I've <laughs> got pet insurance for a laugh. Give this a go, just see what... And then you go like, right, so hold on a second. And then you, they always, there's a premium. It's like, oh, actually, yeah, so, you know, to get this iPad fixed, it's like you have to pay the excess of £350, and then there's the admin charge, and then obviously we've got to pay delivery. And then you go like... It's 300 quid for a new iPad. Yeah, exactly. It's going to cost me £500 to get this one that's about eight models old to get fixed, or I could just buy a new one for less money. I think I think you're doing the insurance industry a disservice, to be fair, lads. I don't think you've looked into it. I have. I've been burnt one too many times. I have actually got a corporate for Lloyds of London, um, the insurance brokers, in a few weeks, so I'm just going to stay out of, stay out of this. <laughs> okay, right, I see. The plot thickens. But I always think about with these things, how did they start? Like, we, we all just... Insurance is there. It's just a thing in our lives. But once upon a time, there was no insurance. And someone's got like sold like I don't know what they've sold. They've sold them. What would you have sold to start insurance? Well, they're they're, they're like the official mafia, aren't they? Do you know what I mean? Every month, going, hey, that building might burn down. What? Your little Roman villa might burn down, mate. I tell you what. That's exactly right. Give us ten denarii a month, and we'll make and uh, and we'll fix it when it gets burnt down. Like, oh, okay, serious. Yeah, you know. And then all of a sudden, the Roman villa burns down, and they've given them three hundred denarii, and then they just build a new villa. I wonder if it was like a protection <laughs> racket that's basically gone legit. It's got our hands. Definitely. It's like someone's gone round and gone. Hang on a minute, mate. The last thing we want is for your little building to go up in smoke. Just saying, you know. <laughs> that's a little bit flammable, mate. The last thing any of us want, and obviously, if you pay us £20 a month, we can make sure that there's no puffy, puffy. Uh, <laughs> that sounds a bit weird. Puffy, yeah. puffy, puffy. <laughs> I was just trying to think how you would say... Uh, up uh, in smoke. Up in smoke, yeah, yeah, yeah. Puffy, puffy. <laughs> but I... If you trace it back, that is exactly how that happened. It was a protection racket, and they've gone, hang on a second, we could actually go legit with this and charge people just in case it did accidentally happen rather than us sending out one of our goons with a box of swan vestas to send it puffy puffy. How did insurance start? Have you seen the box set Sopranos? It's basically, that's it. <laughs> um, on insurance, I used to have dental insurance. Oh. Um, I used to pay maybe 40 quid, a, or maybe, no, I think it was 20 quid, a, 20 quid a month or 20 or 30, I can't remember. What? What are you on about? So, like, if, if something goes wrong with, like, a tooth falls out, you go there and basically all you have to do is pay a premium and then the insurance company pays the rest of it and you don't have a bill for, like, two or three thousand pounds. But luckily, nothing, nothing in my teeth was going wrong at the time. What? I'm not even joking. Look at that. No caller ID. I've just got a call. That'll be for Mr. Cottrell. Shall I take it? <laughs> Cottrell, yes, please, please. Take it. Hello? Would you like to speak to Mr. Cottrell? 
router routing functioning. Please get in touch with technical department for replacement of router and reconnection of internet. Do you know what this is? This is because you keep signing up for different insurance policies. They're sharing your number around. <laughs> There's absolutely fuck all wrong with your teeth, and now you're just getting nuisance calls every 15 minutes. I've got I've got 17 oh. insurance policies. Do you know what I mean? But I, I used to have I used to have dental insurance, and I just had it just in case. Like a few friends were like, look, get it because if, if your teeth go wrong, it's it's bad. I was like, okay, fair enough, but nothing was going wrong with them. On this policy, I was able to get a hygienist for free. Like, I didn't have to pay for the hygienist. I basically, that was one of the perks. So oh. I was going in for a hygienist every month to the point where after about four months, she was like, this is your fourth one on the trot. I was like, yeah. She went, you're supposed to have one every six months or maybe like once a year. And I was like, all right, but it's free. She's like, it doesn't mean to use it. Like, I'm basically whittling away at your plaque. Like, this is really dangerous. Your gums are bleeding. I was like, oh, okay, fair enough. Just because I wanted to take advantage of the fact that I got a free hygienist. Do you think you are someone that is quite susceptible to a persuasive salesperson? Because no. I, I ca- no, right, no. no, me either. Do, are you sure? I occasionally will have something that slipped under the net. Like, I'll sort of look at my bank statement, and it's like nine ninety nine a month, blue services. And I'm like, what? Not to which obviously... No, On a bank charge. So I'll phone the bank, and I'll be like, so what's this? And they go, yeah, you know, it's, it's the uh, extra sort of thing that you can get. You get, like, a... Uh, Free dry slope skiing, uh, free shoe polishing. I mean, like, what? Where am I ever going to use these things? And it's just something that obviously at some point you've agreed to for free and then it's carried on. But, like, usually I'm not someone that will fall for those kind of. I don't, unless it's dental insurance. I'm the absolute worst at getting upsold. It happened to me the other day. I went to get some flowers for the living room. I walked away with a cactus I didn't want. <laughs> what? What, and that was actually as a result of someone saying, you know what would go nice with them, mate? Cactus. She, yeah, she didn't even push me. She didn't even push me. She just went, oh, we got this, and uh, that's also a tenner. And I, just, I went, yeah, yeah, I'll take the cactus. And I did, I'm literally just walking down Shepherd's Bush High Street going, why have I bought a cactus? Like a Toblerone at the sort of counter in WH Smith's. <laughs> Can I interest you in any of these cactuses for a <laughs> The thing is, I don't like cacti. I don't even like it. I always thought it was weird. Why have you got a spiky weapon in your house? Why have you got something that, if you're not concentrating, can stab you whilst you're in the comfort of your own home? It's oh, no, me- I like a cactus. What? It reminds me of LA. Oh, my God. What sort of man? Of course you like a cactus. Yeah, it's got that sort of LA vibe, doesn't it? You know, oh, like it's just of... such a McCaffrey thing. <laughs> hey, I'm so chilled. I'm so relaxed. I love a spiky green <laughs> fist. <laughs> I don't think I ever saw a cactus in LA. Did you not? Are you on about Mexico? Oh, never do I. What is he talking about? LA is very heavily influenced by Mexico. So, yeah, probably a little bit of both, mate. <laughs> And if you two were as cultured as I was, you'd have put the two and two together. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> hey, what am I talking about? <laughs> there is a huge Mexican influence in LA. This conversation has gone from Mr. Cottrell oh, to there's a huge Mexican influence in LA. Have you not got anything in your house that reminds you of a nice holiday? Lloyd, I can imagine you're someone that likes a fridge magnet. I've got, uh, on my fridge magnet, I've just got two Grimsby Town fridge, uh, magnets and that's it. And that was from a lovely trip to Grimsby. <laughs> I love Grimsby, man. <laughs> First time I'd ever been was a trip out to visit you oh. in Grimsby, and I had a fucking lovely time. I could just imagine you walking into someone's house and, like, sort of pretending you know about cacti. <laughs> oh, look at you using the plural like you haven't read up on it. Oh, let's, yeah, I, mean, yeah, I, bet you, I can imagine you pretending you know about cacti. Just slip that in there. 
because uh, I think you're fine. It's not actually cactuses. The plural for cactuses is cacti. You've just accused me of pretending to know about <laughs> cactus by using the correct plural for it, you fucking numbnut. <laughs> Here he is, resident cacti expert, Sean Walsh. <laughs> I am. Um, I've, I've actually got three cacti, and um, I got sent two cacti in the post last week from a, um, a, a cacti company. <laughs> And I'm not even joking. They sent me a message on Instagram like, hello, mate. What are you talking about? I'm a plant influencer, Sean. They said, hello, mate. Is that Mr. Cottrell? We'd love to send you some cacti. <laughs> I was like, yeah, boy, send them over. Because <laughs> um, this is one of the other things that I was going to talk about as well. I'm properly into my plants at the moment. So that's the thing. I absolutely love my plants. I've been buying my plants. But um, they're a f- fucking nightmare to, to keep not dead. But whereas a cacti, you don't have to look after it. It just it just stays there. Water once every four years, and it's absolutely yeah. fine. Rugged, very sort of durable, resilient plant. But you know this, Sean. <laughs> We're only telling you stuff that you already know. It is. Do you ever do you ever feel, Lloyd, when a plant starts dying, you start questioning your sort of abilities as a, as an adult? Yeah, I'm. I'm like going. Look, if I can't keep if I can't keep four plants alive, I can't have kids. <laughs> exactly do you know what I mean? That. They only need watering once a week. I find it really sad. Do you ever step on a snail? I think about it for oh, the next no. ten minutes. I feel really upset. I can't. I used to really affect me. I'd get like dark, and I just. I thought that poor snail was literally just walking outside in the patio, enjoying its day. Bang! Out. Gone. See you later. I did that. Feel awful. <laughs> I did that. There's sort of a little bit of braggadocio in there. Is that the right word? No, but just imagine that. Imagine Paul. You just walk. You're out walking the street, and then suddenly you just get stepped on by a giant Nike Air Force One. <laughs> but, I, I, you know, like if I was driving in my Range Rover and then I, I don't have a Range Rover, but if, hypothetically, if I did have a Range Rover and I'm driving through the country and I ran over, like I ran into a deer, I'd be like pretty upset about that. And I would think about that for days. But a snail, I don't think I'd give it much care and attention. I'm like, oh, that's a snail. Have you ever hit anything in your car? No, just my mum. <laughs> Lloyd, what yeah. is the difference between killing a deer and a snail? It's the same thing. No, it's not, because when you're driving, you don't see those red signs, the red triangle signs with a snail in the middle of it, but you will see one with a deer in the middle of it. So therefore, <laughs> someone at some point has valued their life more than the snail by not putting snail signs out there. Obviously, you know, not to discount the tragedy of tre- treading on a snail in an Air Force One when they're sort of just going about their daily business. It is bloody annoying if you do it in bare feet. Oh so my god. I feel like it's very much it swings around the house, isn't it? As annoying as it is to be killed <laughs> sort of halfway through a journey from one side of the garden to the other, it is really annoying if you're sort of going out to put the bins out in barefoot and you end up treading on one and getting a slimy foot. It's like a, one of those putty machines growing up as a kid, you know what I mean, where you put the like the, the, the putty through and it's just like it's like squidge out play doh, that's what I meant, yeah. And you put the play doh for a thing and then like the snail just goes through your toes like some sort of slimy play doh. That's a nostalgic smell. Dead snail? No. All right. Dead snail. <laughs> incense sticks. Okay, so we've got the very nostalgic aroma of dead snail. Uh, you know, we've all been there, guys, walking through the garden in an Air Force One. Crunch. Why are you stepping on snails in your bare feet? I'm not doing it on purpose, am I? But why are you in your bare feet outside? Have you got snails in the living room? What, why are you in... I tell you, I did live in a house once where we had loads of frogs in the garden and um, we had a cat there and it used to bring them in. And it would sort of just play with them and then it would sort of like wait till they were sort of nearing the end and it would just sort of like put it under its paw and you could hear these frogs screaming. You sort of wake up and go, what the hell is that? Like, oh, 
Yeah, that was quite traumatic. Just sort of chasing a cat around the house with a like, mangled frog hanging out of his mouth. Do you know what really annoys me is when someone, I, I don't, I, when someone points out a squirrel. <laughs> really annoys me. Like, what, why are you so... Yeah, a squirrel. There's a squirrel. They exist. They're in the city. Why are you pointing out a squirrel? You don't point out a pigeon. Why are you chosen the squirrel? Why am I turning my head to see the squirrel? Well, because it looks cute, doesn't it? Pigeons look revolting. Does look cute. But apparently, um, squirrels are rats with tails. Although rats do have tails. Sorry. It, uh, squirrels are <laughs> pigeons without wings. Pigeons without wings. Do either of you remember Pigeon Street? Pigeon Street? Oh, my God. What the hell is that? Kids TV show. If you live on Pigeon Street, these are the people you <laughs> might meet. <laughs> oh, my God. What is happening? That was a brilliant TV show. All the pigeons on the, um, in Clapham are on crack, aren't they? What, mate? What? Yeah, because dealers keep burying their stash on Clapham Common. And then the pi- uh, not the pigeons, the squirrels keep digging it up and eating the crack. So there's like some there's squirrels on Clapham Common that are addicted to crack. Does that mean they're having a great time? Well, for about fifteen minutes, and then they're aggy. I wonder what a come down for a squirrel is. Just retreat to your tree and sort of eat some of those nuts that you've kind of uh, stashed away. But are you just like on a come down? Are you a bit of the psychological, like the darkness? Are you a squirrel going? Oh, I've messed up my life. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Spent my whole time swinging from tree to tree. Yeah, in Clapham. I should have got out of Clapham. Never did write that book. 